Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve sallallahu ve barak al-ashrafil anbiya ve mursalin. Nebiyyina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. Ama ba'd. Elhamdülillah. In our previous lesson, previous sitting, we concluded the discussion around uh, Ajanais, the, the funerals, and the uh, etiquettes of, or etiquettes with the deceased and the family of the deceased. So we discussed, for example, not only the manner in which we do the washing of the deceased, or before that we discussed the, the wealth, how the wealth is distributed of the deceased, how the person is washed, the salah, the burial, as well as discussing some of the etiquettes of uh, condolences and ziyaratul kubur. Only thing that, uh, inshallah, before we begin our lesson today, I want to just to quickly recap on is the mas'ala of the ziyara tul kubur. The mas'ala regarding the visiting of the graves. And Sheikh Ubaid, he mentioned that the visiting of the graves is of how many types? You remember? Three types. The visiting of grave are three types. The first of them, The, the food is in the grave and then? Oh, no, the du'a of the deceased, that was part of the the salah and also na'am into the grave. But then there's three types, there's three different types of visiting in the grave. So the first of them is what? Shara'i. that which is legislated now. So visiting in the grave which is legislated. And that, of course is that anything that is accordance with the sunnah or the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when it comes to visiting the grave. The second, the bid'i, now I'm innovated. So the ziyara bid'iya, and this constitutes what, ikhwa? Now, so for example, specifying, specifying a particular day for visiting the grave, um, reading Quran at the grave, for example, and what else? Making journey specifically, so making a suffer specifically for the grave. Naam. And then the third. Or shirkiya naam. Which is ziyara shirkiya. Where the individual visits the grave and the intent or that which the action that they do is due upon shirk. For example, one. Tawaf at the, at the grave, so making dua to the inhabitants of the graves, to the deceased, and the likes of that. No. And so, that's what we discussed in the last lesson, or from what we discussed in the last lesson. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. Thereafter, we have our uh, lesson today. It'll be a, a short discussion today. As we just deal with, inshallah, the muqaddimah. Introduction to Kitab al-Zakah. 
Bikitabu Zaka. And Shaykh Ubaid, Rahimahullah, he mentioned in relation to Zakah that Zakah is mentioned alongside of Salah in many of the Nusus, in many of the texts, indicating the station of Zakah itself, the station, the state of Zakah itself. So, for example, Allah Ta'ala may mention the affair of Zakah within Ayat of the Quran. They will not come out except to worship Allah Ta'ala alone, sincerely for Him, indeed. Upon that Hanifiyyah, upon the religion of Ibrahim, and they, give, and they establish the Salah and give the Zakah, and that is the upright religion. Like what Sheikh Obeid mentioned, <coughs> that the amount of narrations mentioning Salah and Zakah together, Salah and then Zakah, he mentioned Takad, it's almost reached the level of a Tawatur, due to the amount of narrations and Turuk, the amount of narrations that mention Salah and Zakah together. And a Tawatur, and he referred to the uh, a narration which is Mutawatir, a Riwaya, which is Mutawatir. Mutawatir essentially meaning that the narration has so many different yani, Turuk, there's so many different Asani chains, and so many different narrators upon that narration that it's impossible that due to the, the sheer amount it's impossible to say that they could come together and conspire to lie about what they narrated. Make sense? So due to the sheer amount, it's impossible that it could ever be said that they could come together, conspire and lie about what has been narrated. And so thus, this now is an accepted narration due to the amount of narrators. And so what we find is, as mentioned, when it comes to this affair of the zakah, mentioned alongside the salah, that it's reached that level. It has so many narrations to that extent. And so, the zakah is the right that Allah Ta'ala has established in relation to the wealth of the individual. And Allah Ta'ala has placed it within different forms of wealth. So there's an obligation of the wealth of the individual and Allah Ta'ala has placed it within different forms of wealth. And Zakah Lukhatan, Yani Zakah linguistically, refers to that which is the Ziyadah, that which is the yani, additional. 
as well as a form of purification. While shara'an, within a sharia, the zakah is a specific amount, ta'if the maqsus, ta'if the maqsusa, min ma'al maqsus, li ta'if the maqsusa. Ta'if the maqsusa, min ma'al maqsus, li ta'if the maqsusa. Fimtum? Fimtum? Naam? What does it mean? So a specific amount from specific wealth for a specific group. What's meant by the specific amount from specific wealth for a specific group? What do you understand by way of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, that's a specific amount. Naam. So it's a certain percentage, which is what? 3.5% of the wealth. So the certain that's a certain amount. Uh, the specific wealth. No. It's a, it's a different form of the wealth. So whether it be the the uh, livestock, whether it be crops, gold, silver, no. So the, the amount that is used for, or the, the merchant that's used for business. So that's the specific wealth. Mutaif and Maksusa and the specific people, specific group. The eight groups mentioned within the ayah in the Quran. The specific groups of the individuals that are mentioned within the ayah who are eligible for zakah. Naam, and so this is the de- this is the definition. Uh this is the definition in terms of the Sharia. Again, so it's a specific amount taken from a specific wealth, any yani form of wealth for a specific group. Naam. And the hukum, the ruling upon a zakah, is that it is an obligation. And it's an obligation. The proof for that is the statement of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, al-Islam al-Khams. Shahati an la ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammad Rasulullah wa iqamatu salah wa ita'i zakah. Islam is built upon five. The shahada of la ilaha illallah and Muhammad Rasulullah establishing the prayer and giving the zakah. Likewise, you have the narration of Ibn Abbas where the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent Mu'adh al-Majabah to Yemen and he said, mentioned, Indeed, you're going to the people of the book. To make the first thing you call them to, the Shahada of La ilaha illallah, and that I am the Messenger of Allah. If they obey you in that, then inform them and Allah after that, 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 Allah
They inform that Allah Ta'ala has made an obligation of five prayers that are prayed in every day and night. And if they obey you in that, then inform them and Allah Ta'ala alayhim that Allah Ta'ala has made an obligation upon them the sadaqah I refer to the zakat that is taken from the poor and given taken from the rich rather given, taken from the rich and given to the poor and so what we understand from this narration first and foremost in relation to zakat that the zakat is an obligation. Why? Because the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in this narration, he mentioned that if they obey you in the affair of the salah, then inform of the affair of the zakat that has been made the obligation upon them. That's the first thing. The second benefit we can take from this narration as well in relation to the zakat is that it's permissible to pay the zakat to one and restrict to one of those forms of the eight. So you have the eight mentioned from those that are eligible to zakat, from them are the fuqara, from them that are impoverished. And the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mentioned them specifically in this narration, uh, that, the, that the money is taken from the, from the rich and given to the poor. Also, what we understand from the affair of zakat is that when it comes to the tawzir and distribution of zakat and its wealth, then this is the Responsibility of the Wali al-Amr. This is the responsibility of the ruler. The reason why we understand that last point from this narration is due to the fact that the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sent Mu'ad ibn Jabal to Yemen, not only as a da'i, but once the people accept his da'wah, and if they were to accept his da'wah, that he be a qadi over them, a ruler over them. Or judge over them, or judge for them. And so, what was understood from this is that when it comes to distribution of zakat, if he establishes himself ruling over the people there, then it would be his responsibility to take from the zakat and redistribute it. Take the wealth from the zakat and redistribute it. Likewise, what we have discussed from the affair of zakat as well are some of its benefits. As we mentioned, zakat linguistically from its meanings is purification. And this likewise alludes to is one of its greatest benefits, which is the purification of an individual's wealth. That a person in a person purifies their wealth by way of giving the zakat. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. And thereafter, go on to the text. And Ibn Qadama mentions Rahimahullah Wahiya Wajibatun ala kulli Muslim Hurrun Malaka Nisab Malaka Nisaban Milkan Tama. And so when it comes to the zakah, it's an obligation upon every Muslim. The one that is hur, yani free, and has 
reach dirt, Nisab. And the, that which he owns is Nisab, is reach dirt, limits, and the required amount for the zakah. Based upon these conditions, then, Afon, going back a few steps, sorry, discussing the, the zakah and his, and his ruling. We mentioned the ruling of zakah's obligation. Likewise as well, the one that rejects its obligation in the ruling upon such an individual is that they are a kafir. They've disbelieved. Just as the one that rejects the obligation of the salah. A proof of that is the fail of Abu Bakr al-Sadiq radiallahu anhu in the time of his khilafah where the individuals refused to pay the zakah. And upon their refusal, the, messen, the, the Khalifa Abu Bakr, he fought against them, yani jihadan. he fought against them due to their refusal to pay the zakah. Allah Ta'ala was best. Now, that's what we mentioned here about the conditions of zakah, ay shurut. Then the first of them, is al-Islam. And the first condition is the person is Muslim. And so, we understand that zakah is not an obligation from the kafir, yani in the general sense. Due to the fact that zakah is from the fruit of Islam, I from the, thing, the affairs that branch off in Islam. In the usul of your, your deed is of course your aqidah. And zakah is one of the affairs that branch off from that. A comparison to that, and that which is likened to it, is the affair of the fast, the siyam. That the person's fast I cannot be accepted if they are upon kufr. Thereafter, the next condition mentioned is that the person is hur, the individual has hurriya, the individual is uh, free, is emancipated. And so of course this opposes an individual being a slave. Why? Why does the person have to be free? Why is it that slave can't pay zakah? No. Not necessarily, no. The wealth belongs to the master. Naam. So the wealth belongs to the master. So that if the individual is mamluk, individual is owned as a person, then not only are they owned, but of course their wealth is owned as well. And so if the wealth doesn't belong to them, then of course then there's no zakat for them to pay. And the next condition mentioned is that the person owns, he has ownership of the nisab, the amount needed. So the amount that is needed, he has ownership of that. Now, 
Um, what we say in in, in uh, addition to that as well, it's mentioned by Sheikh Obeid. So Sheikh, so Sheikh Obeid mentioned in addition to those conditions, you have the condition of Islam, you have a condition that the person is free, the condition that the person has the particular amount. Sheikh Obeid mentions in addition to those three conditions, Bul-Al-Bulug Wal-Aqad, that the person is Balik, so he's reached puberty, and Aqad as well, that they have sound mind. This is due to the fact that, of course, the affair of Taklif, the person becoming responsible, and thus being responsible for their actions and their ibadah, these things need to be in place. The Islam, as well as being at the age of puberty, with the exception of what? The exception of what? What action does not does not uh, specify puberty? As-salah. Naam. As-salah does not specify puberty. Why? The message of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, specifies what? Tamiz. And then, yani ashr. Reaching the age of 10. Naam. But generally speaking, it's Islam, puberty, as well as sound intellect. Naam, Islam, puberty, and sound intellect. Thereafter, Naam. He goes on to mention, وَلَا سَكَا فِي مَال حَتَّى يَحُولَ عَلَيْهِ الْحَوْلِ إِلَّا خَارِجْ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ Naam. And so, when it comes to the zakah, then the zakah is not paid until يعني, a full year has elapsed. So the zakah is not paid until a full year of the person having that wealth has elapsed. Yani that they've reached a condition, they have, they've had that those conditions for a full year. The exception to that is a khalaj min al-ard. And that which comes from the earth. Referring to, of course, the crops. Referring to the crops. Why? Why? Why is that? A, why is that an exception? He doesn't want to grow fully. <coughs> no, that harvest in the crops will occur within less than that period of time. Everything in relation to the crops will occur.
Now, and so due to the fact that the, that that which is harvested, that which is harvested, maybe harvested within a year, I everything that is that is done with the crop, for example, will occur within that year, of course. So you harvest it, you use it, whatever benefit you use it for, that will all occur within a year. So it cannot be said that you're going to hold on to it for longer than that period of the time. Allah to Allah knows best. Thereafter, Ibn Qudama mentions, يعني ولا تجب الزكاة إلا في أربع أنواع and zakah is not an obligation except for in four يعني four categories four types of things the reason why we say, uh, the ibara mentions like the wording mentions يعني ولا تجب الزكاة إلا إلى الأرب إلا في الأربع that zakah is not an obligation except for these four is due to the fact that the asl is Adam zakah. So the asl is that you don't pay zakah. Right? It's not a case of just because you own something, you pay zakah upon it. Naam. For example, person, we'll go into the, to, to everything, to each of the four now. But for a person, for example, a person that owns a thawb, just because he owns it, the asl is that he doesn't pay zakah. Unless it's, it's established that it's from one of these four. Naam. Unless it's established that it's from one of these four. So, Ibn Khadam goes on to mention in the Arba Anwa Asaima min Bahimis and Am. And so the first is in relation to those that have matured from the cattle. This is the first one the person pays the cow upon. So the person owns cattle upon the Mr. Pays the cow upon the cattle. The second is what we mentioned uh, just previously. Walkharij min al-ard. Walkharij min al-ard. And that which, yani, comes out from the ground, i.e. crops. But thereafter, al-falif, wal-athman. And that which is the precious metals. I, I, when it comes to the metals of value. Referring to, of course, gold and silver. And the fourth and final is Arul al-Tijara. Arul al-Tijara is referring to, of course, the merchandise which is used and its intent for that with that merchandise is to uh, trade. So the trade, the merchandise used for trade. Those are the four. Going back to the third, or if I'm going going back to all four rather, we have the cattle, the crops, the metals, and the merchandise. Now. Why is it? Because generally, if a person pays zakat, generally, if a person pays zakat, unless Allah Adam, you have any cattle here in Manchester, which I doubt. But generally, a person pays zakat will pay zakat, yani upon their wealth, for example, money that they have in their bank. However, from that which is apparent, that is not mentioned within these four. 
What do what do you say about that? What's the response? Or where does it fall? Nah. So it's from the third time, which is referring to the Athman, the precious metals. And that which falls within that. Uh, the precious metals that which falls within that. Why? Because the money that we have now is representative of that, or was representative of that. Nah. And so this is what the person will pay zakat upon. And the zakat is not paid until the nisab is reached. And so the zakat is not paid until it has reached that particular amount. Except for asaim or asaim. Except for the cattle. So, when it comes to the other forms of wealth, then we have to wait for the Nisab. And this is not the case with the cattle and Allah Ta'ala knows best. And that is what we're going to go on to discuss next lesson, inshallah, which is the zakah, which is paid, first and foremost, paid upon the yani, livestock. The, cat, uh, the 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 livestock and referring to the cattle. Allah Ta'ala is best Jazakum Nakhira. Naktafi. Have a Qadr Jazakum Nakhira. Mubarak Allahu Fikum. Wa sallallahu. Wa barak ala Nabiyina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.